developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. Hey, Prince of the Readers, this is a, a very quick note, and it's a chuckle with it as well. Uh, the reason why, you know, I say again with persons trying to censor books here and there, even from different areas, remember, in different eras of time, you even go way back to Mark Twain's time, there's a different way of talking that, you know, we do not talk today. It's the same way with uh, uh, grammar, et cetera, et cetera. I, I admit it, there was a phase in the United States history, which was about um, last decade or so. I don't, uh, you know, I don't hear about it much, uh, but there was a phrase where they were talking about uh the way certain slang started almost practically becoming like uh, a language or what have you, which person still use it on different streets and things of that nature. And I'm not talking pig Latin either. But see, that just goes to show you, depending on where you're at, remember, you can be in one location and persons understand you and look at you as being very articulate and then you can go in another area and persons won't and depending on what area they're in and where they're coming from and what their knowledge is they may look at you as being also uh yes uh just not smart or what have you now i gave you that background to let you know that this does pertain to censorship because sometimes uh, I told you when persons take liberties and usurping somebody's authority and intellectual property that is not scripturally uh, uh, given as an authority from God to do, no matter how they try to twist it, but we won't go into that. But one of the reasons why they state that they did it, like uh, take my books, for example, Product of Culture, Who Are the Cold Smiths? Uh, you, you know, during that time period back in 2010, you should hear just how many persons were projecting very much uh, uh, negative e energy as if I could even write a sentence correctly. Isn't that something? If I couldn't even write a sentence correctly. I mean, there were even um, some, uh, they don't know this, but I'm bringing it out now all these years later. There were persons who were even part of the uh, education system who on one sense, they would act like to others that they were for me and things of that nature. But no, they very much wasn't for me. And that's all I'm going to say. And so one of the things that they state as to, oh, no, well, this book should be burned and never seen or what have you, at least not by this person, is because guess what? They call product of culture, who are the cold smells, again, just a, a failure. Uh, especially in the grammar area. Okay. And, and that's fine. That's their opinion. But do you want to know something that I find very interesting at this? Do you know just how many proofreaders I had go through that first book? So I find it very, very fascinating that the variety of proofreaders I had go through that book are actually known as articulate people. They're actually known as um, uh, socially adept persons. And yes, even on a political level, which I won't even go into, these persons <laughs> are respected. So you mean to tell me that maybe 
all of them had actually got into cahoots together and actually all were going to just once again, um, not really proofread the book the way that it's supposed to be. Well, that's not what I picked up from them, because I know, once again, if it was a dot that was missing, hey, uh, they let me know. They had highlighted in some cases. If it was a word that just sound, well, oh, this, this sound a little bit more slang or what have you. And I actually had a reason of the background of why I put it at, put that word in there. Yes, I still left that word in there. Now, maybe some people didn't like it. And that's one of the reasons why they call it a failure or what have you. Um uh, maybe once again, some persons felt it was lazy writing here and there. But see, this is what I mean by the experts. All the same, there was enough persons who did proofread that book. You see, they are respected by society. And yet I just won't believe as many proofreaders that I've had for it from different backgrounds and everything that. If these other persons, once the book hit the Amazon bookshelves before they, you know, they shut it down, because I told you it was flying off the shelves, to use the expression, on some of the marketing promotions that was done at times. But you mean to tell me that if those persons still saying, well, he, uh, oh, that's just a failure work of art. Well, in, in many cases, uh, would that still also start to apply to those many credible uh, proofreaders that I had go through the book, were they failures at their job? I'm going to tell you, no, they weren't. So that just gives you some insight as to sometimes why I said, no, you can't judge a book by a cover or even what somebody else is saying at times. You have to just read it for yourself and read it with an unbiased, read it. You don't even have to read it in an objective way, according to these factual rules or what have you. Just go with your heart. Okay. Have a very wonderful day. And I look forward to at least on the uh, podcast level, on the podcast level, you will receive uh, everything from the series that you already uh, heard that pertains to the intellectual property creations and things of this nature. This would just be like an addendum to that part five series. Have a very wonderful day. And I'm glad you're here at the James Poe Productions Consultant Moment. Take care. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.